Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Have you ever been so thirsty that all you can think about is the memory of the soothing touch of water on your tongue? Remember how refreshing it was as it cascaded down your throat into the depths of your being. You are desperate and longing to drink freely once again. The sense of loss overwhelms. Many thoughts and emotions come flooding in. Isolation, helplessness, frustration, even anger. Does anybody care? There is a universal longing for love, to belong, be accepted and fulfilled. This has been within humanity since the beginning of time. Humanity has expressed this creativity through stories, poetry and song, connecting our circumstances with our emotions. There is a deep longing in God for us. He doesn't need us, yet he so desperately wants us. This desire of God for us is something we cannot reason or understand. So from the depths of his great love, he reaches down into the depths of our soul. As deep calls out to deep, let us go to the Psalms to receive a greater revelation of his desire for us. The Psalms are man's expression to God. They include both the highs and lows of raw emotion poured out to God. And that is why so many people love the Psalms as they resonate with them. And they are included in the Bible, God's love story to us, to help us believe and receive, to help us connect with God through the journey of humanity. Through the psalmist crying out to God, let us hear the whispers of God's heart in how he so desires us. Today's text was written in a time when the writer felt so far away from God. Psalms 42 As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude, I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. 
Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of my enemy? As with the breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. This text was written at a time when it was believed that the only place to worship God was in the temple. The writer had previously experienced God and lived in a community that worshipped God. In times past, they went with the multitudes, with the voice of joy and praise to the temple. For the writer, times and circumstances have indeed changed. Now they are living in a community that is totally opposed to the living God and geographically so far away from the temple where they worshipped. As a result of circumstances, they feel so far away from God. The writer is overwhelmed, trapped in a spiritual depression. I know that feeling. From an early age, Jesus was my saviour and I worshipped God. He was always with me. I knew him and I trusted in him. Yet through the busyness of life and the circumstances of this world, I became too busy for God. As a result, year after year, I drifted into a spiritual depression. I realised I had become self-centred, trapped in my own will. I was spiritually dry as the sands in the desert. I came to the end of myself, and just like the psalmist, I cried out, Why is my soul so downcast within me? I had everything that this world could give, and yet I was so far away from the living God. From that moment of surrender, he has given me new ways to think, new ways to see through his eyes of love. For his love is so great that he continually pours out his living waters from his glorious throne, through our relationship with Jesus into the depths of our parched soul. Let him fill your dry and parched soul. Live in the fullness of his victory and surrender to him, daily being transformed 
new ways to think, new ways to see through his eyes of love. For there is no better place to be. All he requires from us is to cry out to him. The psalmist cries out, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And my soul in this context refers to the living being or self. It encompasses desire, emotions, breath, body and mind. It is coming from the depths of all of who he is. Yes, deep cries out to deep. I am reminded of a time when I was in a room with my neighbour. He had a wife and a young daughter who were about to arrive. His wife and daughter had not seen him all day as he'd been at work. When they walked into the room, his daughter squealed with delight. Daddy, she screamed, and she ran into his arms, full of great excitement and joy just to be with him. I felt God, my father, say to me, this is how I want you to be with me. That is how much I love you. Tears came to my eyes. I said, Father, I want to have that desire for you too. I want to be like that little girl, excitedly running into your arms each and every moment. Your will be done in me, Father. Your will be done. To love God and desire him as he desires us is a work of the Holy Spirit within us. We cannot do it. It begins with the knowledge and experience of his great love and amazing grace within. It began with me knowing his love and grace for me, even in my wilderness wanderings. We cannot do this ourselves, but the good news is all God requires is a willing heart. Even just 1% of you desiring or wanting, just give him that 1%. He will work with that. And then there'll be 2% and then 3% and more and more and more because each day there's always more with God. The psalmist reasons, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. There are times when the circumstances of this life can overwhelm. Stuff happens. I had a serious back condition where I couldn't walk, I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand. And this is when I was back with God. This is when I was close to him. I could not support my own body weight. Day after day, month after month, I would lie on the floor. 
I was trapped in a condition that was so painful and overwhelming, fear consumed me. After many, many months, I could walk a little, stand a little, sit a little. I knew at every time that Jesus heals, yet I was not receiving my healing. I even stopped asking for my healing. And I just declared I was going to worship him. Not to get anything from him, but to worship him, for he alone is praiseworthy. I raised my hands and worshipped him from the depths of my soul. And that was the day I touched heaven. His healing touch went down my fingertips, down my hands and arms and all through my body. I knew at that moment Jesus had healed me. Praise his mighty name. Oh, that we worship him in spirit and in truth. For no other reason than to be like that excited little girl. Just to be with him. God desires us. Deep calls out to deep. No matter where we are with him, his love and desire is greater. All through the Bible, he continually pursues humanity in love. From the beginning in Genesis, right through to Revelation, God pours out his heart for us. He created us out of love. He breathed his very breath of life into our beings and declared it was very good. Even when the first man and woman ran away from him, having chosen to be one with good and evil and not just good of him, instead of remaining one with him, he pursued them in love. He sought them out to provide for them protect them, and he even covered their shame. God's love and desire for us is never ending and never changing. The greatest demonstration of God's great love towards us is in his willingness to sacrifice himself for us. The Apostle John puts it this way. 1 John chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. In this the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Real love. True love. God's love is nothing like human love. It is pure, profound, perfect in every way. Real love is to be understood by God's unconditional love for us. The creator of heaven and earth and all things good desires us. He is the embodiment of love. God, who is love, sent his Son the very essence of himself, to be the propitiation or atoning sacrifice for us, 
to make amends for all our offences, pay the ultimate cost, which was death, and as a result, remove our guilt and shame. Removal of guilt and shame is the pathway to healing and freedom. Propitiation can also mean to appease, to make peace, bring quiet, ease, calm or contentment, to pacify or soothe. In the ancient world and in some religions today, it is believed that the deities needed appeasing. For example, if there was trouble in a village, it would be determined that the deities were angry with them. Therefore, the witch doctor or priest would give a sacrifice to them to appease their anger in the belief they would restore peace in the village. Yet the one true God, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good, is greater than such human behaviour. It is a human desire for power and control, to bribe and manipulate to get what one wants. God does not need to be appeased and cannot be bribed. He hates evil, death. He hates disturbances and trouble and all offences done to one another. He is in an eternal state of love, forgiveness and peace. It is for our peace and because he so loves that he became the atoning sacrifice for us. This was and is the greatest expression of God's love. Oh, how he so desires us. I can imagine God just waiting for us to wake up in the morning to be with him. He calls us deeper and deeper into his love. Just like the little girl that was so excited to see her daddy. By his spirit, may we be so full of his love in us that we too run excitedly to him in the good times, in the bad times, in the spiritual dryness, in the spiritual fullness. May we run to him, knowing of his great love. He has given all of himself for us to live with him for all eternity. Revelation chapter 21 verse 3 to 4 And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. For God himself will be with them and be their God and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. To dwell in this context is to live together in a deep, intimate communion. This is the heart of God. As deep calls out to deep. What is your response? For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info.
Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.